Hello and welcome to Wednesdays with the YP. This is William Davis, youth pastor at Clay's Mill Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm coming to you on location from Roanoke, Virginia. I've been preaching a youth meeting slash church revival this week for Pastor Clay Dalton and the Southside Baptist Church in Salem, Virginia. I'm excited to talk to you today on the program and to let you know about some things we have going on on the website on yplife.org uh, or at ypstore.org. Uh, we have a lot of holiday deals going on on the website. Uh, our vision devotional, a 366-day devotional, is on sale for $5 now through the end of December, as well as the Captain's Log, uh, which is another uh, devotional Bible reading schedule type uh, 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 book. Uh, and then also our 10 Times Better, uh, which was uh, from our youth conference, uh, has sermon notes, schedules, hymn stories, Bible reading schedule, uh, uh, all kinds of uh, stuff to help you with your walk with God. All of those are only $5 um, uh, now through the end of the year. And so I would encourage you to go check those out. Uh, pastors, youth pastors, always looking for um, devotionals. And so those are available and they're, they're inexpensive, but yet they're put together well. And I promise you that they will help your young people. Uh, thanks for tuning in today, and I'm excited about the topic of the broadcast, not necessarily uh, uh, how it, how it uh, came about uh, for me to talk about it, but um, I'm going to give you uh, something today that has helped me in my personal life so much. Um, I was pastoring, and my dad was in the hospital for multiple days. Uh, with a sickness and they didn't know what it was and we went back and forth and it was just difficult time. Uh, my wife at the time and I were trying to have children and uh, we had lost a, a child uh, in the process and uh, it was just, it was a difficult time in my life. It just seemed like there was a lot of, of things going on that I didn't understand and that I really didn't uh, agree with how God was handling it. Now, uh, don't worry. I'm not trying. I'm not going to be blasphemous or because uh, uh, I lost in the in the uh, the disagreement. Uh, but um, but there there are just times when life doesn't add up, and we don't really feel like God is is doing life the way we would do it. And let me give you some scripture. Matthew chapter, uh, Matthew chapter number twenty uh, <clears throat> is a, is where the story is, and it's about uh, the fellow that hired the workers. He goes out and he hires all these guys to work for him, and he starts early in the morning, and he tells them that he'll pay them uh, a penny uh, a day. And, uh, and so he's going to pay them and, uh, and, and have them work. So the first group was hired at 6 o'clock, and they were going to make a penny a day. Now, they would work till 6 p.m., so they're going to make a penny for 12 hours. Well, then the next group gets hired at 9 o'clock, and they would work till 6 o'clock in the evening, which would only be nine hours, but they would be paid a penny a day. Now, if you're like me, immediately 
That first group, if I'm in that first group, I'm thinking, wait a second, you, this isn't right. You're not, you're not doing uh, a work the way I think you should do it. And uh, maybe would even uh, start a union or something <clears throat> to, uh, to get better uh, benefits and better treatment. I don't know what, what would happen in today's economy. But what I, what I know happened in this one is there was a third group. They didn't start working until noon. They would work six hours and stop working at 6 p.m. And they would get a penny a day. There was another group. They would start at 3 o'clock. <clears throat> and they would work till 6. That's only three hours. And they would get paid the same for working three hours that somebody that worked for 12 hours got paid. Now, if you have any financial sense at all, that does not make sense. It doesn't add up. Uh, there's, there's no way that I comprehend that as a, as a worker. Um, and then the last group, they get hired at 5 o'clock. 5 o'clock. They're going to work one hour. One hour for a penny. Payday comes. The guys that had worked 12 hours are in the same line as the guys that worked one hour. I would be so upset. I would feel so, like it was so unfair. I would feel like the person leading this needs an HR department uh, and I'm gonna file a grievance. <laughs> but let me just tell you the, the background of the parable. Basically, the parable's given to let us know that at the judgment seat, our rewards are not going to be done according to human standards, but rather according to God's standards. And that's the background of that parable. But I just want to take that thought as we read that and we think about it practically, we disagree with how that master ran his uh, workplace. However... It doesn't change that that workplace belongs to that master. And I know this, this may not help immediately, but if you'll re-listen to it and re-listen to it, I want you to understand something. There's a lot of times that I disagree with God. When we lost a, a baby back in Richmond and we tried for 14 years and we couldn't have kids, this truth I went back to over and over and over. When we lost a child uh, uh, two years ago and we lost a child a year ago, hey, aren't we doing a good job with Will? Why would you not give us another baby? Lord, I, I don't understand what you're doing here. When families move away or or leave the church. I, I don't understand, Lord, what you're doing. I, I don't understand what's going on. When someone dies unexpectedly, my dad last a, a year ago uh, passed away unexpectedly, and boy, you, you, you just you just it just shocks your world. And you say, Lord, I don't understand why he would die, who was a servant of the Lord and went to church and read his Bible and and was a soul winner. And, and Lord, he died, but you got all these bums out here that don't do anything for you and don't do anything for right and don't, you know, have no business even living. And yet my dad dies. I don't, I don't understand. Lord, I disagree. I disagree. Quickly, let me just tell you what the Lord has showed me. 
in our disagreement. First of all, God is always right, and I am often wrong. God's always right, even when I think he's wrong. God's always fair, even when I think he's unfair. When I shake my fist at God in anger and I say, I deserve, I deserve, I deserve, the Holy Spirit reminds me I deserve a lot worse than what I get. Two rules for life. God is always right, number one. And then number two, if you think God is wrong, go back and read rule number one. God is always right. That man that hired them for a penny a day, he told them a penny a day. They agreed on a penny a day. And that's what he paid them. That's what he paid them. God is always right. Number two, number two, never compare your situation with another. Sometimes I look at someone else's life and I look at someone else's family or I look at someone else's social media and I think all these thoughts about how I want what they have or I wish I had what they had or it's not fair that they have that and I don't have it. And, you know, those men that were hired for a penny a day in that story, they agreed for a penny a day. They didn't say, I'll work for a penny a day, but now if you're going to hire a bunch of other people, I want more money. That ain't what they said. They agreed for a penny a day. And when I got saved, I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If he blesses another one of his children, that's fine. That's fine. I'm not to compare myself with them. I'm to try my best to live like him. And so don't compare. Number two, or number three, number three, keep in mind that God can see a lot farther than we can. He knows things about the situation. Isaiah 55 says his thoughts are not our thoughts and our ways are not his ways. He's a lot wiser than we are. Whereas we can see just a little bit in front of us, he sees the entire road and the destination. We need to trust him. That brings me to number four. We must walk by faith. We must trust God. We must, we must believe that he has our best interest at heart and that he loves us. Those truths are all through the word of God. God's love for man, God's desire for, for man to be blessed. Listen, it's all through your Bible, and here's what you'll find. You'll find that, that if you will think about the fact that whatever's going, going through your life right now, you can't explain it. Uh, it feels like you're getting paid a, a penny a day for a, a, a job while somebody else is getting the same thing for a lot less. But let me just tell you this. Let me just tell you this. God knows what's best for you, and he's got a purpose. He's got a purpose. And number five, number five, don't quit. Don't quit. I'd love to tell you that I've never wanted to just walk away from all of it. But I'd be lying. I have wanted to quit. There's been quitting places. Maybe one day I'll talk about them over the last 20 years. The majority of them spring from a disagreement with how God has handled something in my life or something God has allowed my family to go through. 
And my friend, what I must do is I must understand that I'm, I'm often wrong, but God's always right. I must never compare my situation with someone else's. I must know that God knows everything about my situation and he wants the best for me. I must walk by faith. That's easy to say. It makes a nice Instagram picture. It's hard to live. But I have to trust God who's in control of my life. And then I can't quit. I can't quit. I've put in an entire day's work. He's paid me. He's blessed me far beyond what I deserve to be blessed. I must go on. You may be listening to this and you may disagree with how God's handling a situation in your life. Maybe something's happened in this week or this month that just shook your world and made you question everything about how God's doing it. Let me just tell you, God's right. God's good. God's fair. Trust him. Trust him. I heard a preacher say one time, when you can't trace God, you can still trust him. You can still trust him. Thanks for listening today. I hope it's been a blessing. I know that there are some that, that this is exactly for you. Maybe not today. Maybe you'll go back and you'll re-listen to it some other time. But I just want you to know this. You can trust God. You can trust God. He's going to take care of you. He took care of the first workers. He took care of the last workers. He'll take care of you. Thanks for listening today. Check out yplife.org. And until next time, keep serving the next generation.